everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Spidey Dude Experience. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighbor and host, and of course, the Grand Poobah of the Spidey Dude Radio Network. I want to give a quick shout out to our patron, Vinkman. He is one of our VIPs, Spidey Dude VIPs, here on our patreon.com slash Spidey Dude Network. So if you want to check us out and help the site, you can definitely go on there and help us out. Of course, this episode, we're going to be uh, covering the postmortem of Last Remains. And uh, of, I, of course, will be uh, joined very shortly by my cohorts. Uh, again, if you want to check us out, you can always follow us on our various social medias. Uh, check out our other shows on the Spidey Network, like Spectacular Radio. Just had the big one, the Final Curtain interview came out on Monday. If you haven't listened to that one, I highly encourage you to do so, especially if you're a part of hashtag Save Spectacular Spider-Man. And, of course, you can always go to listen to ASM Classics. came out today. we got another episode coming out tomorrow. And this Friday, that's right, this Friday we are going to be live doing Make Mine Mayday. So we got a whole week's worth of shows available to you right now. If you're watching us live here on Facebook, YouTube, and and uh, Twitter, thank you. And we'll uh, for our audio listeners, we want to uh, let you know that there may be some references to visual aids and or comments. We apologize, but we highly encourage you to check us out, especially on YouTube. We're at 63 subscribers right now. We're trying to get to 100 and more. So thank you for listening, and let's get the show started. First up, we've got... Neil with his exaggerated swagger. Yes, hi, it's me, Bogan Rider Variety Hour, man. So, yeah. Next up, yeah, be sure to listen to uh, the first episode of Bogan Rider Variety Hour was last Friday. Uh, this, uh, so we'll have that on the schedule as well. So next up, we got Adam. Hello, in Joker Man font. Yes, that's a that's a that's another in joke kind of thing. It's, I'm, it's nothing. I'm it's Joker, nothing bad. Baby. It's nothing bad. It's not quite related to that, but it, uh, if you know, you know, and that's it, it's too it's too complicated to explain. <laughs> it's magic. We don't have to explain it anyway. Yes. Paul P Thug is also up. Look Ooh. at what he's got in his hand. Ooh, that's this, so pretty. I have a little mini story to tell you all. Yeah. So I've been recently getting into more uh, collected editions and stuff like that. I, yeah. I it was for years of being digital only. And sure. so anyway, I have like the birth of venom uh, trade paperback, which is one of my favorite trade paperbacks. Actually. I think that yeah. is one of the best trades you can get. That is a great complete story of the alien saga. But anyway, I just was kind of perusing a comic store with uh, my family the other day. And uh, I saw this when I was looking for star Wars uh, epics. Yes. Star Wars epics. I'm really into those right now. Mm -hmm. And I saw that. Oh, this is really cool. And I'm like, uh, it's kind of a hefty price, you know? Right. And uh, I was like, I'll buy it later. Well, I left the comic shop, just kind of whatever. And I looked online and this thing is like out of print and goes for like a hundred bucks. I was like, oh shit. So I had to run. I had to run. (laughs) That's Dan. Yeah. So, oh, so. (laughs) I'm joking. Am I not supposed to to curse? We're done. We don't oh, care. We're, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying to avoid it. We're well, trying to told it- me. I, I didn't know. So I was like, "Holy crap!" Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. If you know what the other word is, yeah, yeah. I had to go back the next day and pick this up immediately. And uh, it actually is just awesome. I cannot wait to get into this. I'm doing a big uh, 
read of all the Amazing Spider-Man comics right now. I'm up until like 1976 right now. Um, which six six. So yeah, um, but Sean, Connor, I, Sean Connery slash we would train yeah, us back. Yeah. Yeah, so when I eventually get to like this era, like I'll be Joan, I'll be Jones and on this one. I just ordered the second volume, which is easier to find. But yeah, yeah I found this was a hard get, and I, I had to go back and get it. I went to literally the next morning as soon as it opened to get it. It's like I have to get this. So listen, I uh, it's a fantastic story. If you, uh, I, I, I think I've sent this to you guys, but there mm-hmm. is a there's from I think it was from the Spider Man three DVD. Oh yeah, uh, I remember you sent that. Yeah, where it it's uh, our pal Ron friends, uh, talking about like the behind the scenes of that story, and how everything was so chaotic. And there was one thing from last week. If you haven't watched last week's episode, we talked about what we got for Christmas. Uh, there was one thing I forgot to mention that I got from my uh, my husband in law, aka my ex wife's husband and my ex wife for Christmas, which was um, oh, that's they, cool. They're uh, really cool. They're cufflinks. They're spidey cufflinks. Yeah. So oh, I fresh, fresh. That's so, pretty nice of them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty dripping. <laughs> so uh, just to get catch up on our comments, we got we got uh, Greg says he's sorry I couldn't be on tonight. So I'll just say my grade for both issues is a solid A. And Vinkman, hello, 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 Vinkman, our Patreon subscriber at Patreon dot com slash spider network check that out i have both volumes he says he has both volumes of that alien costume trade as well as the original 1988 and 1992 trades of the saga of the yeah i I picked up that one with the friends cover with you know the shadow in the back and it's it's one of the first printings of it and it was like ten dollars cover price so i was like okay and my my shop my shop sold it to me for that, and it was in great condition. So I was like, "I'm buying this." Oh man, I, I that's how I picked up um, the original Phoenix Saga trade from the '80s. Dang, uh, it was like 15 bucks. I was like, he gave it to me for cover price. I was like, really? Well, <laughs> trade then he sits there. Then he sits there, and and I there's a he has all of Anext, like the original issues hmm. of Anext for like 70 bucks because the one issue where you get the first appearance of Hope Van Dyne. Has skyrocketed in price, and right. so because of movie, like, oh, yep. Because it's, of all, movie. it's always because of a movie, unfortunately. Because yeah. so, like, uh, well, the thing is, some of those older trades are kind of hard to find and are kind mm-hmm. of you know collectible, so they do gouge the price up a little bit. Like I've yeah. seen the original. There's like an original at my shop. There's an original um, Spider-Man versus Venom trade from like the early '90s, and that's like. They have those bagged and boarded, and they're like, it was probably like ten dollars or something, but they're selling it for like twenty five or thirty or something. I just don't like get, I don't get the markup of trades. I get that they're out of print, but it's like they're not. I, I just don't see this. There's, there's, I mean, comics. That's what I'm. I, I kind of don't like speculation with the Oof. hobby anymore. Like that's why I, I really try to buy. If I, if I buy like old issues, I try to find them for cheap <laughs> yeah for reasonable like that's i remember like 10 you know about 10 years ago when i was you know 
been collecting for a long time and I was going to like half price books and buying tons of comics and things like that. I could get trades and get all kinds of stuff for super, super, super cheap. And it was great. And it was a great for, you know, but at the same time, speculation market dr helps drive and keeps the comic book market, you know, yeah, alive, to be honest. I mean, that it's is, kind that of, that's how the shops survive basically. Yeah, the, exactly. the really like the old school ones. That's also, kind cool. of their, also, they, their also they sell Magic the Gathering cards. So yeah, my shop, I don't think they, they've delved into that yet, but they're going strong. So Keep just, tell them to start, just tell them to start selling Magic the Gathering cards. That'll keep yeah, them for the next three years, at least. Not, yeah. not a bad idea. Or okay, so um, I'm going to say this: like I'm, that's how my my shop's been staying alive is because of Magic the Gathering and stuff like that. It's been it's been card card gaming has been really because like the guy that I go that I you know when I go do back issues. Mm -hmm. my, that was the original shop that I used to go to. We have a local a shop here locally now, and that's where I get my new books. Like the two cup books that we're covering tonight, fifty seven, a comic book, eight fifty eight and eight fifty floppies, eight fifty seven and eight fifty eight. Love floppies. So real, real right. quick, I, I want to point out that Matt said that Matt in the chat says once you go trade, you never go back. That's partially true. Kind the, of, only, yeah. the, the only books I buy in floppy format anymore are Marvel books, and that's because they come with a digital code that I can put on my yeah. iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So but I'm I'm buying all my other books in trade format. I just like trades. I don't know. They're just so satisfying. Also, also Marvel's trade. Also, Marvel's trades are really low quality. Like they have the really bad spines, and they have like the yeah. really thin paper, so that makes it really right. hard. So whole, one day, one day, Zach. I know we're gonna move on. I just want to tell you, but one day we should be a great conversation for a different show on your network. Just, absolutely. just saying, because this is. I could go for hours. About Shop here, here's the thing. Oh, There's oh, come on my show. As of, as of this episode, as of this episode, we'll be caught up with the um, everything going on. Exciting. So, yeah, like, like, like we're gonna be comics. we're gonna be doing these these shows the day of the new releases, which is starting next uh -oh. week. Oh, <laughs> so we, we are gonna be like amongst the first in the podcasting community to be talking about these particular books so we'll That's be right we'll be first ah. uh but we want to kind of cover a news story a news topic that oh, i'm gonna bow out then see you guys later <laughs> <laughs> i'm digging uh, neil's, digging neil's uh, approach yeah so we'll take a nap wake me up when we're yeah. ready all oh, right i'm gonna get a diet coke see you guys later <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah so uh disney parks blog released a new statement. So this has been something that's been a long time coming yeah. for those that have been really eagerly anticipating the Avengers campus uh, in Disneyland. Uh, we get the first look with Tom Holland. He, he was behind a green screen and talking about it. So here is Tom Holland from Disney parks. There he is. Movie footage, movie footage. Just so you know, you can't hear anything. <laughs> Do what? You can't hear anything. At least I can't. Yeah, I can't hear it. At least the uh, the subtitles are on. Here, do you want me to... Here, Zach, I'll just narrate it for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Hey, uh, guys, this is Tom Holland. Yeah. Watch a Disney Channel. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> that would be amazing if they so, did that. If you're listening... Um, 
the audio version yeah. I'm, I'm recording this on my soundboard you're hearing this for some reason you guys aren't hearing it which is weird okay everything else was working just fine here, here just go back and i'll do my i'll, I'll just narrate it for so the, basically uh tom holland subtitles uh so those that are watching it live on YouTube, you can't hear it, but uh, it's, it's about a minute long. Basically, you know, er, in the early days of like during the Avengers filming, he was going to the Disney parks and and doing green screen stuff for mm -hmm. the web tech team, which is worldwide. Um, it's the web workshop where you basically build your web shooter, and you're taking a part of of one of the rides inside the big ride inside of a uh, Avengers campus in Disneyland is Spider Man. Once everyone's Spider-Man, no one will be. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Um, can't wait for that. There's Spider-Bots. There's um, Web Slingers is a Spider-Man adventure, uh, which I think is actually... There's, Sp there's Spider-Bots. There's Avengers food. I mean... <laughs> yeah, you'll virtually pass through several other campus addresses, including Pim, Pim Test Kitchen, Avengers Headquarters, and Collector's Fortress, also home to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout as the mission oh. Uh, spider bots will become harder and harder to beat. As hey, are we uh, we moved on yet? So no, not yet. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. Well, <laughs> my bad. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are y'all are awful. All right, so let's bring yours. Spider Man Adventures is just one of many quote is one of just many uh, addresses found inside Avengers Campus, an entirely new land dedicated to discovering, recruiting, and training the next gen of heroes at K Disney California Adventure Park. Keep as soon as the the governor of California lifts up lifts all these ridiculous lockdowns. So but, um, okay, okay, Zach, don't get political. Zach. I'm not getting political. I'm just saying that the lockdowns, yes, yep. the, the mm -hmm. lock, lockdowns are like, no, no. no. There are no. like three new strains out that are even more contagious than the I original understand. One. <laughs> I understand. So, um, nevertheless, uh, it, it's irrelevant until Dis Disneyland opens back up. And, sure. Yeah. Which the running joke, like me and my me and my fiance were like that. That's basically the reason that Disneyland hasn't opened back up because they're not finished with this. Uh, which which is a distinct possibility. Um, when does this take? This is canon, right? No. Um, I, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I remember. No, um, there was ironically they said there was canon at one point, didn't there? Yeah, it, it it supposedly takes place like it somewhere in continuity. I, I know when they originally announced it, it it does, but uh, I think things have progressed significantly since then. Um, I we're gonna do a big kind of. I'm sure next week we'll talk more about the new suit um, that's coming out in the comics and probably maybe doing. Maybe we'll have some casting, more casting rumors. Um, I know that they are filming right now. Yep. Uh, the only thing that I've seen in the in the set photos that I've seen is that there is uh, a little bit more classic looking uh, aspects to the suit. Um, yeah, very like slightly. The yeah. black piping, and especially in the belt area, is gone away, which I'm a fan of. They basically redid the belt. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind that's, of it, actually. That's <laughs> kind of all they did on the suit was they redid the belt. I'm yeah, trying so to they're... stay away from spoilers, so please uh, refrain from spoiling anything on oh, set photos, buddy. please. Okay, that's that's all. That's I mean, all. It's just basically his costume changes very slightly, <laughs> like they do with every other MCU yeah. film. I know. I'm, I'm 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 joking, but kind of not joking because I kind of I do want to stay here. I I want to be honest. Captain America had, has had the best suits consistently. Sure, yeah, dude. Really quick, the Iron Man armors the, are cool. The, the Avengers yeah, are the Avengers suit is so underrated. I hate you Which, all who hate the, that. That's the, 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 the best. Wait, the twenty twelve. I don't like the first one. I don't like the mask, 
but I like the rest, the rest of the, of the, the, the rest of the uh, costume is good. It's just the mask looks really plasticky. Yeah, if they well, if they if they gave him just a helmet for that, but yeah, also get, I yeah. I don't like <laughs> honestly what I don't like about that suit is they put all that blue on the arms. They put they like they you know the the, the white is like a segment on the arms. I don't really the, like the that. problem. The problem yeah, with the moment he put the, moment, the problem with the moment he put on that helmet. I thought it was going to the core where they filmed the Power Rangers fight scenes. Dude, <laughs> it, I love that, that suit so much, man. The, okay, really so it. for the record, I've I, I in 2011 when I went to San Diego, I saw the suit. Mm-hmm. Literally, in like, uh, um, like at San Diego Comic Con. So I have I have a certain affinity for that suit because I was like I got like close to where I could touch the actual like um, container that was in from the from the film. It's so, literally the suit from the comic on the screen. It's like the most uh, straight up adaptation like you I can th- get. I think that the first Avengers one, uh, the like, not the you know. Not the mascot one, not the mascot one, but the one that he actually uses later on, and then no, he uses it again in, in Winter Soldier. I like that one better. No, no, I like, I like the other ones. I, I like uh, I like the Age of Ultron suit quite a bit. Cap uh, really hasn't had a bad costume. I'm just saying yeah. my personal favorite is the Avengers one, just because sure, yeah. it's literally from the comics. Like if you want to do a straight from the comic to adaptation to without being the mascot version, yeah, the, mm-hmm. it's like that's actually, like I actually think the Endgame one was fairly faithful with like the scales. Yeah, yeah I love, I love the is, sweet. I mean, Cap is just amazing. I love Cap. But, well, Cap, 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 Cap. Cap is lucky because he hasn't had a single bad redesign. I if think- we wanna, if we wanna be really like technical and nitpicky, like the thing is, is like they give him these the blue arms, and that's like the one thing that kind of makes it not quite as comic accurate. Captain um, America. This is now Captain America. Let, let's, let, let's not. Let, this is not Captain America Variety Hour. Um, let, so yeah, hey, well, that's part. my show. <laughs> is is there uh getting back to our uh to, to our comments real quick um let's see <laughs> Holy all right shit, greg <laughs> you you better wear those cufflinks to the wedding zach that's the plan once you go trade you never go back matt i actually want to get the immortal hulk hard covers i've heard they're wonderful hard covers are good too honestly like no uh look yeah <laughs> there's the guardians they have the guardians of the galaxy omnibus all the 70 stuff for 20 bucks at Ollie's down the street. And I'm like, an amazing deal. I was Dude. like, that's a pretty damn good deal. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Vinkman is said, <laughs> I mentioned this in other live streams, but I'm finally decided I'm going to convert the rest of my comic book collection from single issues to trades. However, he is keeping his Spider-Man books though. Good, Someone good Photoshop Bernie Sanders sitting on the empty Spidey exhibit at Disneyland uh, with a coat. That really blew up, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to be oh. fair, he, he, it's two memes rolled into one. It's his costume. It's his. It's his trench coat from the. Uh, I'm. I'm once again yeah. asking you, meme. Yeah. And yep. then he's. It, it's very wholesome because someone apparently gave him those mittens on the campaign trail for his 2020 primary campaign. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. So. So I, I, again, I've I've really not been on the internet much today. I so there was a, a picture of, of Bernie with the stuff wearing that or whatever. I'll, let me find you a picture real quick, Zach. Okay, all right. My favorite live action cat suit is one is yeah. the one from the infamous 1990 movie. Look. <laughs> oh, is he gonna? You know what? In the, in the Falcon Winter Soldier, if they don't have like Falcon and 
Bucky like like pretending to be sick so they can steal someone's car. I'm Isn't boycotting that, like, the movie. There's like you mean, in you that, mean the Disney Plus series, which I've not seen anything of WandaVision, so it's I'm, it's pretty I'm good for Friday. I like yeah. I like it a lot actually. So me, me and Sarah, exactly. we're gonna we're we're gonna binge it, but then we've got like I've got to do make my make my mayday on Friday, so it'll probably be Sunday before I actually watch it. So just gonna try to watch it before the before football before I watch the championship Sunday. It is championship Sunday. So all right, now let's let's move on to the issues because we've we've spent twenty minutes and half of it was Captain America talk. Whatever happened uh, was about stupid Disneyland rides. Don't even try. Well, listen, listen, you're the one who started oh, can this. I, Zach. You started this fight. Say, yeah, exactly. Can I just can I just say about the, can I just say about the ride? Like, I do appreciate that they're kind of like Disney's really trying to you know keep all this stuff connected. I kind of appreciate that. I don't yeah. care. It's a theme park. I'm no, not I know, but, but I I do appreciate. Oh, okay, they got Tom Holland for it. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's like big yeah, deal. They they, yeah, he could have just he just could have phoned it in and did a voiceover. But no, they actually got him doing stuff. On the green well, track. and I and I'm saying too, like, because even now the Disney Plus shows are actually part of the MCU. So it's right. Like, okay, I mean, cool, that was always right? the plan for that, though. I know. No, I know. I know that. Basically, saying, what like, what what Adam is saying is that he loves all Cooper in. Cooper. They're all in. I think it's probably in their contracts. If we make a theme park, he has to be in it. If we make a theme park, they've they've had a theme park. <laughs> it's called uh, Universal, though. Can I also I just say know. too, R.I.P. Tower of Terror. I like that. Yeah, I, I haven't been on the the Guardians thing yet. I mean, it's basically the same thing, but I just like the Tower of Terror. Can we get, Neff, can we get Neff in the chats across? Yeah, platforms? please. Can you guys yeah, can you uh, do press, this for me? Like, yeah, <laughs> press Neff for the chat for the Tower of Terror. All right, so Amazing Spider-Man Fifty Six is it's the last remains post mortem. Dun, dun, dun. Which basically part one translates to the rest part of one. Last Remains, <laughs> the epilogue right. after a after a brief uh, in, in, in memory of Mike Hobson. That's a very nice tribute by Tom DeFalco, actually. Yeah, Tom DeFalco is awesome. Uh, just talks about you know his his work. Mike Hobson, during- I did not know who he is, but he sounds like a very awesome man. And it's, he it's definitely worth it's it's definitely worth the read. Um, yeah, he sounds like the kind of guy that you want around the Marvel office to you know, yeah, to work with and just hang out right. with. So, all right, Amazing Spider-Man: Last Remains Postmortem Part One, uh, written by Nick Spencer. Mark Bagley is the penciler for this and the next issue. So, yay, Mark Bagley! All right. Uh, who, did the, who did the inks? Because there are some pages that look good and others that I don't like. Uh, I, I, Andrew Hennessy and John Dell. Andrew Hennessy and John Dell did the. I think it's John Dell who keeps mucking up the art. It might be. I'm a meanie bobini about this, but <laughs> inks are, but inks are important. I, you right. know, it, it yeah, really is. Because... is important, but if you have a good artist, I think the work still shines through, in my opinion. But that's just me. I do All think right. I think Bagley is getting better. Like I think he's finding his groove again. In, I think this, in, this yeah. is. A, I think that's a Hennessy page that Zach was just on right there. Yeah. What so... I don't like. What I don't like about this is that's Kingpin at the very bottom, and I think that's supposed to be Norman talking. <laughs> <laughs> Norman. Right. Norman. Norman became morbidly obese in like two seconds. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So we open with a conversation between Norm, between Norman Osborn and the Kingpin, aka Wilson Fisk. I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. All right. So 
we open with that. Uh, there's a discussion about uh, their use of the spot. Um, and, they they and brought back Secret Empire again. I love Spencer like going back to his previous failure of a event book. And failure. <laughs> so so yeah, this is a direct reference to Secret Empire, something of which that I never read, and so like I'm like, all right, spot was in there. I, I, as someone who has read, it, I definitely appreciate Spencer kind of going back and using Secret Empire as like context or pretext for everything that's happening because it's in New York and New York was affected by Secret Empire, so. Yes. So we kind of cut back to the fight in the previous issue and we hear begin. So uh, Spot really doesn't want to do it, but guess what? He is going to release all this energy and <laughs> destroys basically the mausoleum. And uh, we then cut back to Ravencroft Institute for the Criminally Insane. He's in a box. He's in a box. What's in the box? It's Kindred. Speaking yep. of box. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. So um, <laughs> Director Osborne is uh, being uh, summoned basically to, to say, look, the, 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 the report you requested on the strength of the field around the subject is ready. So basically he can communicate with everything. And so then Kingpin shows up because they've got a lot to discuss. And, uh, you know. Um, is that Zelma from... Yeah, who is that? Is that a character that you know? Gosh, okay, the chick you talking about? Yeah, um, with, with the, the lady, with, with, the, with the kind of side, with the kind of side cut. I honestly think that that's. Uh, I didn't know who that was. I, 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 I thought it was Kafka at first. Let me let me go to uh, yeah. Yeah. No, let, me go, let me go to everyone's let me go to everyone's reliable source, the Marvel Wiki. Uh -oh. That's where that's where everyone definitely goes for pretty right. reliable information. So. <laughs> Yeah. While you're doing that, um, and we figure out who that is. So, you know, Fisk kind of, you know, confronts Kindred. And this is going back to like issue seven, six or seven, where he took yeah. the knee. So mm -hmm. now he's like, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, we prepare the restraints. It's time to begin the interrogation. So Osborne then yells, no, um, but there's, tells him the restraints are not ready. And, you know, uh, we, they had a deal. So, um, you can't hurt him like I can, and that one of the best panels I, I will say, uh, that that Bagley has drawn in a while. I mean, look at that, that's just Ooh. delicious. I mean, that's absolutely fair. delicious. That's that's no. like sniffing, that's like sniffing the tier panel right there. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, basically, Norman's like, Look, let me have my fun, let me have my time with them, and then uh, I will, you know, I will take care of things, and then once everybody. You know, once Kingpin leaves, he demands that everybody walk out, including uh, <coughs> the black guy in the background that looks kind of like uh, Ultimate Ben Riley. That was kind of the first thing. How come you're not sharing this on the on the screen? Well, because I, I, I just I honestly I didn't, that feels kind of like just showing the entire issue. And that yeah, I don't want to show the entire issue. You're just show just random panels. Yeah, least. I know, I know. That's why this I've is, got this, it. Is, this is a John Dell page. So <laughs> okay, so basically, there's this discussion between. Norman and and Harry. And this is where we're starting to see the good Norman sensitive Norman, uh, the sensitive Norman, the Norman that I do kind of like some, this. Some people believe it is how Norman was you know before coming before, Green Goblin before, before Green Goblin. Now in the years since this is kind of debated. So if you go back and you listen or you you know you go back to some of the other books um 
it really is interesting because there's been times where like child within particularly you kind of see how much of a monster that, that norman was so good um, so it's kind of, you know, back and forth, but this is, you know, this is Norman. I would say this is Norman circa like when, Emily, was, or, um, when Emily, Emily was Emily. pregnant with Harry, like this was the hopeful Norman. Mm -hmm. So then we kind of go back to 24 hours prior where we see that it was not an actual pumpkin bomb. This is where the, uh, yeah. where we get the, get, get the kind of real, the twist. Real quick, real, real quick. I got to bring this up. Like, cause there's like an entire like couple pages worth of sequence that's kind of skipped here. I guess it's yeah. just because for expediency, but like Kindred checked her and he was like, "Oh, she's dead! I'm gonna kill you!" And Peter's just like, "Oh God, MJ!" And she's like, "Nah, gotcha. The trick." So he basically, you know, fills in Kindred as to what the contingency plan was, and so he's like, "You're gonna have to stall him." I knew I knew I was the one that you wanted, and so finally, <clears throat> it was the three of them. MJ, you know, he's, Peter's like, "Get the hell out of there!" So they order, and MJ all leave, and it becomes just the three of them. And then, <clears throat> you know, uh, I also did appreciate that Peter and MJ did kind of get a quick reunion in this issue, yeah, especially since she, especially since they hadn't seen each other, yeah, in <laughs> thirty ish issues, several, right. yeah, yeah, thirty, so, thirty. 20, 20, 20 no, something. Yeah, because yeah, it was like 29 when she leaves, I think. 26 issues. Yeah. So, you know, Norman's like, to be able to see you again in the, with, with the eyes of a loving father, to be able to feel that for you without the voices of a demon screaming over my every thought, the freedom of that is something I would have given anything for. And I know there's a piece of you that wanted that freedom too. Beneath all of that, I'm sure that's what my son truly wanted. You know how I know, because everybody else went to you know, all their sins went back inside of them and uh, I didn't. So we then cut to all across the city where a taxi is not in fact a taxi. We get, we get Carly mm -hmm. Cooper. Everybody, it's a transformer. It's a transformer. And so Carly Cooper gets asked out by over by overdrive. And I, I love uh, how Paul's like doing his crossword puzzle. He's just done with the world. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> I'm looking at the iPad for God's sake. God, yeah. God. You're playing yeah. you're playing Sudoku. Don't yeah. Is that the pro, by the way? Is that the iPad Pro? It is the iPad Pro. Maybe. Zach can smell it. Zach can smell it. I have the 2018. I don't have the 2019. Um, so then we cut to the feast center where Martin Lee shows up. And he's gonna die or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. Aunt, Aunt May. Aunt May's like, what? Martin Lee? Didn't I see so, you in the PlayStation Also another reference to uh, the Randy Janus plotline that, yep. yes. that has yep. not gotten any follow-up since that arc. Yeah, this yeah. is literally the first bit of follow-up since I'm still break. waiting for them to do a Tombstone Robbie at dinner arc. I'm yeah, waiting for it. It's That'll be interesting. It'll be, it'll uh, happen so we then cut back to what happened immediately after the everything went dark. So Kindred is basically, you know, kind of like, you know, this is all I've ever wanted. You know, the three of us, my, me, my father, my best friend sounds like it was just the start of a bad joke. But then I guess it was. I'm sorry. I know this has been hard on all of us. I needed you to suffer like I did. That's the only way you can see the truth. So the only way you can remember what you did. Now, we don't know what that is. So we've, we've theorized. Right. Yeah. We have many theories. Mm. So the truth that, that Peter's Thanks. running from, 
I loved you both so much. There's even tears. Then he, then he cries. <laughs> yeah, that is beautiful. That is, it, is it, seriously okay. so good. It's kind of mean of me, but like the first time I read <laughs> that with with the weird tears rolling down, it's like I kind of laughed. How? Like this? That's what I love it, about it, this. It's, it's I guess a lot. Like, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. It, it, just, I guess it's just because it's kind of goofy. It looks kind of goofy. With right, just let's, talk, let, let's get to the end so we can talk about it. It's, yeah, Put your mask on and hide. Then all of a sudden, the troops show up with with Kingpin. Peter's kind of trying to figure this out, and then and Norman's like, "This is all my fault. I've done so many terrible things. I promise you, I'm going to find yep. the truth that you seek." And then Norman Osborn. <laughs> Did you, you put your I. name in the cupboard of the fire? No, I was thinking more like Christopher Daniel Barnes. You'll pay, Osborne. You'll pay. Did, could you? It, I've been waiting to do that. You'll all pay, Osborne. <laughs> you'll pay. Can you, Zach? Can you do me a favor? Can you? Yes. Put, can you put uh, put up the last page at least? Yes, I was about to. And that's then a all of a sudden, that's classic it, Bagley. Mary <laughs> Jane, Mary Jane. I'm about to mute you. I feel like he's right. drawn that pose before, but so that's why has, I'm like a classic Bagley. Like, yeah, so Bagley's like, what you and I need to talk the with the thunder in the background, and again, this is the the sound that I thought. <laughs> as soon as I as like the end of the episode, I was like, yes. Yes. All right. And then a, and then a big cacao so, for the so, thunder. So, so real quickly, I'm going to go through the, to the comments, oh, and then I'll, I'll I'll go around and and talk for a second. Let everybody talk for a second. So, um, I'll never forget seeing the Ghostbusters live action spectacular show in the Universal Studios Florida in the early '90s. And this is why we wish Bagley drew Norman at the end of the part three of Revelations. I mean, I'm I'll be the art apologist again. I I don't really mind uh, Steve Scrooge. Oh, don't don't. <laughs> Ooh, I don't mind him that much. His, his, Trust I think me, it, when we get to Forgotten Era, and I, I'm gonna have a full on rant, like like <laughs> about Steve Scarose because of what was said during Life of Riley. Like, I have I have some issues. I don't I don't hate his artwork. Don't misunderstand. Right. So his Spider Man is good. I think it's it's it, it's great. Actually, I would say his humans um, though look not yeah, human. They're hit. Well, I mean, they're hit and miss. They're very yeah. like. Look. I I love I love silly buddy like or something I don't know (laughs) I love X Men and you know the one of my favorite holiday um, comics is actually the the Twas the Night Before Spider Man or something like that yeah Bagley or that uh, uh, not Bagley Defaco wrote with had X Men and everything like that and I I enjoyed that issue so it's gonna be fun going back and reading rereading those issues Uh, Vinkman says that Paul was in fact playing uh, is playing Galaga he didn't think we noticed but we did. That's a Tony Stark. Can, can, I, can I take this next one? Get back here, Shocker! <laughs> I am going to. Shocker! <laughs> you can't escape me! I'll chase you to the ends of the earth! If you go to our Discord, we have that emoji in there. <laughs> we do have the emoji on our Discord, by the way. Discord. Uh, the Discord page you can find it up on spidey-dude.com. Mm-hmm. Um, man is getting all, but uh, Matt basically is that's what uh, he's referencing. Is Matt says, Man, it's getting all 90s up in here. Where's that? I mean, I, I want, I want to go back to the 90s. I was thinking about this the other day. I miss, I miss those like late 90s days of 
Spider-Man kind of. I didn't read a lot of it, but just the stuff that I was getting at the time. And like the the PS1 game, the PS1 game that, you know. Yes, I'm going to have to get a PS2 because I've got a PS3 and I'm going to have to get me a PS2 breakdown and and find like the original um, PS1 game. Um, just I should I should never have sold it. I sold like a lot of my games to Amazon like a, over a decade ago, and I I kind of wish I did. I don't know why I sold that one. I should have kept it. I, yeah, I regret I, it. I now. had an, I had the N sixty four version, so it had like a red cartridge, you know, because most of those cartridges were like gray. Yeah, but this is you know that more on that in a, in a future podcast. But Paul. Since you're since you are reading and you're being diligent, I'm going to let you have the Thank first you. word of this particular issue. Yeah, this was a. Um, I wasn't. I had to miss the last couple uh, last reviews or whatever because my, my baby was doing stuff, and so uh, I I've been loving this this Spencer's run obviously, and I really enjoyed uh, 55. Uh, I, I though I can understand the criticism a lot of people had about that just being kind of an abrupt ending for the whole um mm-hmm. you know series or the, the storyline i i kind of liked it that it was it kind of it was a kind of a, an abrupt ending it was just different mm-hmm. it didn't everything wasn't trying to be wrapped up in a bow but mm-hmm. instead it's kind of showing us that we're continuing this this is not just going to be done in this you know one issue it's actually going to yeah. be a longer form of, of storytelling which i really like and, and these post-mortem issues is and as we get in the next issue too, but this kind of sets it up is just kind of giving us more um, ammunition for what's going to be happening and, and happening. And I think that you brought up the child within, which is criminally underrated Spider-Man story that people don't talk enough about. I love that series. And Neil, I, I know you, you, you had a hard time with the emotion. And I think that like, I, I get it. Like sometimes that stuff can be a little over dramatic, but again, I'm not sure if you've read um, child within, but, uh, as someone who's dealt with things like that with with family and having a father that can be somewhat intense, I can tell you I relate a lot to Harry and I can understand a lot of the confliction that he has. And I I totally identify with it. And the child within and anything with Harry um, dealing with this kind of trauma that he kind of dealt with as a child, I totally relate to. And I loved seeing Kindred kind of bringing that out that – it's not just the fact that he wants to kill Peter. He's like, he's, he's so hurt, whatever he's, you know, tied to in this, in this world that he's in or whatever, that it's fueling this, this traumatic uh, stress in his, in, in his life. And then he's, he's trying to get revenge on in some way. And, and though he's powerless at this time, which I think he's just biding time. Let's be real. No. Yeah. Sure. I, I think it's, I think yeah. it's a big, I think it's a big Keikaku. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, yeah. So, but at the same time, the tears to me represent the fact that he is still, even though he's doing this, it's still like, it hurts. Like and that, that sure. humanity about it really makes me go, okay, this really is Harry. Cause as, as, as you guys all know, I had a problem with the fact that Kindred was Harry. I was like, sure. I don't like that. I, I, it, cause I, to me, Harry should be a green goblin. Like that's because of the child within, but yeah. now after reading these two issues, especially with this one, it made me kind of get behind the idea of Kindred being Harry and, or at least this version of Kindred. Wink, wink. Um, sure, yeah. but, uh, no, and, I, and, and I should, I should point out that I have read child with it. It wasn't, it wasn't like the emotional stick that we're seeing that I right. laughed at. It, it was like the, 
tears in the oh, I bandage face. I, yeah, and, I and, on sub- and on subsequent readings, I've come to appreciate them a bit more. But like, it's kind of one of those things. Like, when you see like a when you see a crying skeleton. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like it's like the zoom in. On the, it's like the zoom in on the crying Indian. <laughs> I, I wouldn't oh, go man. that far, but uh, but but what, here's the last thing I'll say. I'll, I'll pass out to somebody else, and thank you, Zach, for giving me a, a chance to kind of do this really quick. Um, uh, Bagley, I, I I don't think he's is he's not he's not in his prime, you could say. Yeah. But it's still really really good. Sure. Uh, what we're getting, and that last page is phenomenal. I think it's a beautiful splash page. The one thing that I think that is so underrated about this these. Uh, issues especially this one and i think that you could only have an artist like bagley who's been in the business for as long as he has and and knows how to tell a story is that think about how much dialogue is given into this issue and the the fact that like when you read this no one complains that there's dialogue at least that i've read or heard everyone's like this is stupid like i don't (laughs) like you know what i mean like there's not a lot of that and and it's not just spencer it's because bagley is able to storyboard and gives it an interesting edge on every page. So if you like Spider-Man comic books, you get different angles, different things. He's able to make these conversations dynamic, which is not easy. And again, I have always, I'll preach it on here. I'll preach it forever for the love of comic books. A good artist does not mean you draw pretty pictures. A good comic book artist means you're a great storyteller. And that Mm -hmm. is what Mark Bagley is. He's phenomenal. This issue is a great solid issue because Bagley knows how to make this these character moments, these this progression of that we need in the story interesting without everyone having to punch each other, which is very, very hard to do. So I, I like this issue. I'm gonna or more not give him a grade yet. I'll I'll say it. But yes, I like this issue quite a bit. Okay. I was gonna ask you what your grade was. So oh well. Um I'll give it a, a honestly, I'll, I'll give it a B plus because it's it, I liked it a lot. It just wasn't quite an A has to be like stellar in my opinion, yeah. but mm-hmm. like, this is like an above, above average comic book. I think this, this shows you, I think the, the beauty of the medium, honestly, uh, in, in yeah. a very like simple way, because again, you're not trying to blow up anything huge, eat, you know, eat a planet by Galactus or <laughs> having a death of Superman or, or, you yeah. know, or having a wedding issue. This yeah. is literally the, the beauty of the medium as seen as like, a, I think a higher end, and shows what you can do with it. I think Mark Bagley is a master, and this is a master class of storytelling. Uh, sure, artist. So, yeah. Uh, lo- look, I, you know, I, I'm I'm down for that. So let's go to Adam and Jokerman font. Uh oh. Um, yeah, I I agree with Paul. Like, I I would also give it a B plus because, yeah, it, it's the the thing is, for me. This is all, it's all set up right now. Like it, it concludes, it basically, it's the epilogue for Last Remains, but it's also setting up, you know, this, this basically post-mortem arc. So, and uh, I guess a little aside, I know one criticism I saw people say was something about like, people don't like the, you know, the the messing around with time, like the flashbacks in the middle, like going back and forth with all that. And I, I sort of sympathize. It doesn't totally bother me because to me, that's kind of, that's something you see a lot in, in like TV stuff. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I watch a lot of, you know, TV shows of different genres and that's kind of a thing 
it, it it's to me i mean it's it's just it's a literary thing in general but i i feel like it doesn't happen it well maybe it does maybe it happens in books i don't i i can't really you know say necessarily but i see it a lot in tv where like you have a plot going on and you know sometimes you you sprinkle little flashbacks in between in an episode of of a show or something like that so my point is that there's a reason for it. I think it at first I was kind of like, maybe this is why I'm, I didn't quite, I mean, I, I like the issue quite a bit. I think Bagley's art is really good. Um, but there was something about it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was the back and forth, but I, I appreciate, I appreciate like, you know, him finishing this thing. Well, you know, I put finishing in quotes because it's not done yet, but he's it's the bookend to the last arc and it's, you know, setting up the next arc. Um, I guess my point is that it is a, it's a good issue with some solid character stuff and good art Bagley. I agree. He's not really in his prime anymore. But he's still. I think he's getting his groove back into the the series. Um, you see that uh, the Norman, you know, change from you know. Oh yeah, let me the, let me that page. He's uh, you know, we basically learned that he's fibbing. Oh, what I want. One thing I I wanted to say is I know a lot of people were like wondering, oh, like what the what the heck, like you know, Norman planned for this this whole time. And we learned that, no, he, he was fibbing the, the sin taking logic remained consistent, which is, uh, it's, it's good. That's good on Spencer. Like he didn't, you know, cheat. Um, uh, you know, Norman is, is still cleansed technically, but actually we don't know why he's still cleansed because apparently the sins went back to everybody. So we'll have to, you know, I guess yeah, it's very deliberate that the sins went, to, back to everybody but Norman, but I, I I've got the page. If you're watching us live, that is, uh, that is that's some good that's some good. I my what I've been realizing is I think that Bagley his art shines when he does stuff like this. These kind of like close up face facial emotion things. I and yes. um, something something I want to point out is that um re- around the same time this issue came out, there was a huge controversy around an artist named Gleb Melnikov. Who made a big deal of like oh, I don't yeah. like out of like I don't like nine panel grids? And frankly, I agreed with him on that position. But the, but pages like this, where you're like you're actually emoting and not just like staring at the camera or doing just right. the same it's, thing over and over again. Yeah. This is where it's good. Yes, this, exactly. This, this is this is where Bagley was able to show that like you can have the nine or six panel grid, but have it work. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry if I was if it felt like I was rambling, but my I guess my point is that this is a this is a good issue. It's a good Norman issue actually because you know we we get into his uh, his his New Deal uh, being, I guess trying to be a good man now <laughs> or whatever. Um, and I I I don't know if I've said this before, but I always like how Spencer ends it on a on a shocking splash page pretty much this whole run he always has some kind of thing where it's like in like in this issue like norman osborne we need to talk right now says spidey as he points right at him and you know like paul said it's a great splash page um uh it's solid but it's not 
it, it, it's not like it. I think I think my problem with it, it well, not really a problem, but it's just it's it sets it's setting up the the future. It's not like it's not that there's no meat to it because there is meat to it, but there's no like I I don't know I I don't know actually I don't know what I'm what it is I'm trying to to say, <laughs> but uh, it's it it is good. It's not it's not. I guess like what Paul said, it's not stellar. Um, but it, it is enjoyable for for Norman. If anything else, if for if if nothing else, it's enjoyable for Norman. So uh, I, I was told that the Discord link for some reason is not up on spyhd.com. So if you are following also live, it is um, the Discord link is there. So uh, there's the Discord link if you want to join our Discord. Um, all right, Neil. Um, I think Paul and Adam kind of, you know, deliver. Uh, hang on. What was your, what was your grade, Adam? I'm sorry. That was B plus B plus. All right. So B yeah, plus, I'm, Adam. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same range. I'll give it a B plus too. Um, All right. I, I think the, the unique thing I have, I've, I'm going to say that I don't think anyone else has is I don't know whether or not Norman is faking it or not. And that's, mm-hmm. I think a tribute to Spencer's talent as a writer is that, you know, we, we've got, we've had, you know, insane cackling Norman and now we've had you know sensitive Norman but now that the sins are back we don't know whether or not he's just BSing his way through Harry mm. and that's I think a testament to his ability to write Norman effectively sure and take it from someone who has read a lot of Norman and the last good Norman we had was 15 years ago with Marvel Knights I'm gonna take what I can get um, I, I do think that I, I do wonder where the sins are and yeah. I, I have a theory where they are, and are we allowed to say it yet, or uh, let's wait till the in the, the next issue? Yeah. Okay. So, but I, but I, I gotta say, Spencer's doing a great job of um, writing Norman, and and this issue. On I, my biggest problem is that it feels like we're wrapping up an arc that already said it was wrapped up. Yeah. I yeah, think that, that, that and, might and be we'll part talk, of why I gave it a we'll, B plus. We'll talk about that, I think, and and after the end of the because that that's obviously a big big deal. So, uh, I'll give my so you gave it a B plus. I'm gonna give my grade right quick. I'm gonna give this an A minus. Um, and I'm gonna make myself solo for a second. Um, love the artwork. I, I the, the depth that they're bringing Norman is one of the things, and I love that page. That page where. Norman is doing his classic scowl and he's, you know, like this. And then, you know, just a tortured individual. There's a depth to Norman that we're getting now that we haven't seen in a long time. It's great. And it's really, it's really refreshing because every, Every Spidey Green Goblin story since his return has been essentially the same thing. You know, Norman Osborn's back. Everything's bad. You know, I love you, Peter. I want you to be my heir again. I want you to be my heir or something like that. This one of the one of the biggest problems with the post brand new day universe was what's Norman's motivation for hating Spider-Man. Well, it was Harry. I mean, if you go back and read Peter Parker, Spider-Man 75, uh, I highly recommend you listen to that episode of Revela- uh, on CSC of, of Revelations. 
which I don't know why it's not showing up on podcatchers. I'm going to be working on that this week. But at the end of the day, Norman's depth is just there. And I, I, I just, I'll say this. There's a depth to Norman that didn't exist previous that I, I'm getting here and I'm loving it. I'm loving the psychological, the psychoanalyzation of Norman because at this, at this rate, Norman needs to have some other motivations and they're actually correcting that wrong. Again, it felt, it's felt like I've said this over and over again. There was some significant continuity issues that it were just not being addressed and slot either didn't want to address them or didn't feel like that he needed to address them. But I think for longtime readers, that have continued to stick with this title for the better part of a decade, these things needed to be addressed. And I think that that it, it takes an expert level of care to be able to address those things. And, and so I'm really, really excited and pleased as to, as to how that's occurred. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more next issue. So I'm going to kind of jump into the, uh, um, into the review for next issue. So let me, all right, so we're in issue 57. I'm going to share my screen again. I'm going to, oh, I need to take myself off solo. All right, last remains, post-mortem. Maybe. And, uh, yeah, part two. <laughs> um, all right, so throughout the issue, we're getting a, narrator, a, narr a narration box of... Um, it looks like it's it, it's 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 kindred he's talking and so um so you know kind of getting a recap of what happened and we get this this reunion between mj and peter and it's really exceptional and mj is like is it really you you know is is it is everything like mj knows that he has been put through the ringer emotionally and then the spider friends show up and <laughs> They're pissed off. Uh, They're up it, it's weird because like they inserted themselves into this mess. Exactly. And, and then and then they're like, Peter, you didn't tell us anything. And he's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> like Peter, Peter's just as confused as the, as they are, and that's the problem. Yeah. So we then cut back to Ravencroft. Peter is angry. He is legitimately angry, and he's basically blaming Norman, you know. I love, this. I love he, this a lot. He is basically, you know, Peter doesn't believe Norman. He doesn't believe that he's changed. You know, he's like, I had, you know, Norman's like, look, he's my son. I had to do something. We have to help him. And, you know, then the order of the spiders, like, we need to help him. You know, Kindred isn't finished. All these sins are, he let loose art either. So, you know, um, Madam Webb being the most unhelpful, um, yeah, clairvoyant in the history of humankind. Excuse like, me, uh, Julia Carpenter, not Madam Webb, because she's, well, she's, she's Madam Webb, I know because I just, I just don't like. Yeah, I never, I never yeah. liked, I never liked making Julia Carpenter Madam Webb. Julia Carpenter, I, it, yeah, should always this, be a Spider Woman. Thank you very real, much. Real quick, real, real quick, this, this pen, this page, this Thank little sequence here. <laughs> Uh, 
convinced me that like Spencer didn't want the Spider Family here, but editorial forced them on him. So he's like, yeah. fine, fine. It's like it's, you, remember, you, ever, you know how like Harrison Ford just kind of like in episode nine, and he's just uh-huh. kind of there, and it's like he has his hair is all over the place, and he's not shaved. <laughs> it's like he just wandered on the set, and like he's like, fine, I'll do the fucking scene. <laughs> Neil, no f bombs, dude. I'm sorry. Please don't beat me. Ugh. Oh Jesus! Uh, all right, I'm, I'm not. S- I'm not that mean, but like, come on, man. Um, Fine, I'll do the scene. I'll do the scene. I'm. I'm not gonna be able to edit this. This is live. We're doing it live. Uh, I have that audio, but I'm not gonna play it right now. Um, <laughs> I actually have Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. So, um, nevertheless. The, uh, the the order is established officially. The order of the spider, and they're just going to call it the order. And cool. it's going to probably be a five issue mini. There's probably yeah, going to cool. be a five issue mini series that spins out of the events R- of the written by James Tinney, written by James Tinney in the fourth, because that's that's his that's his entire gimmick, just writing team books. So basically, a further confrontation between Norman and Peter, and like he's like this ends here, and Peter just beats the living crap out of Norman wow. in a way that hasn't been done since Spectacular Spider-Man number two fifty. If you have not seen that particular issue, right? Yeah, uh, that was the last time that Peter just beat the living tar out of Norman. I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> way to go, Neil! I heard that in the next room, dude. That's how loud you were. Um, okay. So anyway, basically like Peter's like kind of sulking off and he's like, I'm locked up in here right where I want to be. And you get, (laughs) (laughs) I was was joking. Like last issue, I said all according to Keikaku, but this is literally, this is literally just a Keikaku. So we, we then cut back to the morgue where, um, uh, Carly is like, why am I here? So, <laughs> because the plot needed me to be because the plot needed me to be so i kind of um, i appreciate it actually why not you know they're, they're using carly in a in a way that actually gives her something to do and isn't exactly just, oh so, i'm spider-man's ex-girlfriend do something please here now we're doing mm-hmm. something good um is that, a, is that a dog there hello doggy there's a dog or a cat back there. So, so basically, like Carly's like, look, you know, and like the other Emmy is like, this is not what we normally do. And so, it, like, since when is that the last thing? I, the last thing I need to do is piecing together what all these bodies have in common. Poor Peter, giving up, grinning, ginning up sympathy for your ex doesn't always come easy. But this kindred guy sure seemed to hit, eager to hit below the belt. So, digging up all the people, he's wait a second. Dun, dun, dun. And she's she's flipping through the pages. Oh, I just figured this out. I think I know who the corpse is. Okay, hang on. I, sorry, oh, we'll, talk about, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, uh, so she's going through all the corpses, and there's one that's like, oh my god. And so she's trying to call MJ. It goes to voicemail. She leaves a voicemail. Look, I took a look at the bodies like you asked. The one thing, there's one more than there were supposed to be. So I checked them all, and the last one wasn't on my list. And I don't know how, MJ, but it was blank. And then the phone falls out of her hand. And the centipede centipede starts crawling all along. Very naked lunch, if you guys ever seen that. How many of these things does Kindred have? Like, is it just as many as he needs? Yeah, so Peter... Does he have two or something? I know he has at least three. Peter hmm. shows up. And he sits on the bed. 
MJ wakes up and says, this isn't over, is it? And Peter's like, no, it isn't. Because this, this story have, arc we, is not we over. Have, yeah. We, have, we <laughs> continued next week with a bunch of, uh, with a homage, Inner Demons. If you've played the Spider-Man uh, PS4 game, you'll understand that reference. And MJ goes, it's over, isn't it? And Peter says, no, we have three issues left in the trade. We have to pat it out. (laughs) Peter says, not not till the fish jumps. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. So, all right, issue 58. And the the fat lady is very shy. (laughs) So, I love how it says, cover not yet revealed, but if you go back to the previous page. (laughs) Well, because they they actually, originally, I don't think they revealed that. They revealed, like, they Um, used a variant cover as a placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I didn't want to spoil the fact that the, the inner demons were coming back, but mm-hmm. all right, so that's the end. You know, uh, one era of Nick Spencer's run comes in. So, it's shocking in this issue, but the seeds he's planted along the day for the next start to blossom. Don't miss the pivotal issue. It is issue fifty-eight. Uh, next, it'll be we will be covering that next week. So, first things first, we got to talk about this one. Okay, first up, we're gonna go with Neil. Neil. Yeah, I'm I'm pointing in the right direction. All right, Neil, what is your grade? What is your thoughts? I think this one was a there. It was a substantial improvement to the last one, and that's Mm -hmm. not to say that the last one was like bad, but I think Mm -hmm. that it just it was blocking something important, and it felt and it felt like the inter it it felt like the interactions between Peter and Norman were much were were what was needed last issue. Like we got that we got a cliffhanger of like we need to talk. And now we yep. finally got the talk and the confrontation, and it yep. felt very impactful as yes. a consequence of that cliffhanger. So kudos to Spencer for using that cliffhanger effectively. Um, yep. Spencer's – it's one of those weird things where, like, you, you want the mystery to be wrapped up, but it's also kind of interesting to see it keep constantly going on and on. <laughs> I've, I've made references to the song that doesn't end before, but, um, you know, I, I kind of do want a resolution eventually. Please, Spencer. I've been a good mm-hmm. boy. I'm, I'm turning in my good boy points for some chicken tendies. So <laughs> your doge know. coins. <laughs> yes. My Reddit, my Reddit coins for. Yes. Yeah, so please give me a, so please give me an answer. Who's the body. And I think, I think Zach and I have the same answer. Um, this was definitely a much stronger Begley issue than the last one. There's a couple of pages that are still whacking. I'm going to go back and check the art team real quick and see if there's the like, same ones. I think there's like three inkers on this one, though. <laughs> yeah, John Dell, uh, Andrew Hennessy, and Andy Owens. I'm pretty, but like definitely a step up above the last one just because of the inkers. There's a few pages that are still a little wacky. The ones with the spider family look really weird. Yeah. No, I I, I yeah. don't like I don't like how Bagley draws Miles's costume. I don't, like, I, don't like draw, I don't like how he draws most of them. Like he draws Jessica with like toothpick's legs. That last uh, panel of them swinging off and it's like we're the order now. Like that one that one's fine. I think there's, there's that a one couple, was there's fine. A, there's a couple that still look a little weird in that panel. Like the 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 Jess and Madame Webb like holding hands as they fly away to the sky. Are they holding hands? <laughs> And like Miles's web just, it, I guess the phantom anchor point is her hair. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Miles is like yeeting them across the sky and using them as a missile. It's like in uh, well, I mean, Jess, Jess when... can fly, but wait, Jess, Jess can fly. So no, I. I it, true, it, just, yeah. it just looks really weird, like the way she's kind of like stand, like standing still midair, and the Madame Web is just like floating without gravity. Yeah. I do like the well, way he draws. Also, Anya looks like she's gliding. It's weird. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's like she, it, the only thing that's missing is defying gravity from Wicked in a. Bruce. 
I, I do think like I've made a joke on a different Discord server that if this if this arc had just been like Gwen, Miles, and maybe Julia, and you just took out Anya, Jess, and Silk, that you could have had the same story and nothing would have changed. Yeah, like, no, I honestly, I, there's I like that actually. Yeah, there's nothing to be gained to having Silk or or. Uh, sp- well, uh, Silk and Peter, Peter girl, Aranya Peter. Girl. But I don't care about that, Adam. Yeah, Silk and Peter have a. Th- <laughs> well, I mean, if anything, it it makes more sense for Silk to be there, I think, than Jessica. Yes, absolutely. And As possibly you, Anya. You can you can maybe oh, argue yeah. Cindy's relevance, but like yeah. Jess and Jess and Anya don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, true. That, yeah. It's Let's be real; they all don't need to be there, but they're yeah. there, and you just gotta just. I don't know. For me, it's I, I I totally understand the criticism, but to me, this is staple like superhero lock everyone together, and you're yeah. gonna get that because they're trying to promote these other Spider-Man characters. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I like they all have their strengths and weaknesses. I like yeah. more than some than others, but like this is just what you have to deal with in in the corporate conglomerate sure. of you and, know. Marvel and I'm a bit, and I'm a bit of a, and I understand like that it's that it's easy to be like a mini Bobini towards like you know the, the diversity hires of the Spider is, family. What is with you with mini Bobini? Like what? that's <laughs> your real thing now. That's, 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 my, that's my new phrase. It, like, it's his verbal like, tick. Just let him have it. No, it's not a tick. It's just his. It's his thing. Let him have it. Oh, I disagree. But disagree. Like, it, it's, it's easy to it's easy to to hate on the spider family, and some of those criticisms are understandable. Like I I don't want them here. Just get. I'm fine with Silk getting a five issue mini. I'm fine with Miles having his ongoing. I'm fine with Jess yeah. having a pointless ongoing that no one reads a pointless new costume yeah <laughs> yeah so. i actually like the new jessica series i haven't caught up with it recently i read the first three issues i really liked it i need, i want to continue it it's actually i don't think it's that bad but like i don't like, we, we don't need them in amazing spider-man because none of them really <laughs> i would have... agree with you i would agree with that too but they're there i mean that's the thing i think that's the thing with spider-verse has cemented that like yeah Spider-Man they're gonna be they're gonna be here forever we have to live with it right it, or ill yeah yeah and, and like obviously Batman has a Batman family, and I never mm-hmm. thought in a million years Spider-Man would have his Spider-Man family that like like that. I mean, he always had the allies and different characters, but yeah. now with this, it's like man, it really is like the Batman family. Yeah, you know, yeah but I'm 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 fairly certain that was deliberate. But I, I don't know if it, it, it was and it wasn't. I think the, I think or there's always there was. They always, saw the, I think they saw the success of the Bat family, and they wanted to replicate that with the spider with the, with the various spiders they had like hanging yeah. around yeah. that had like various ongoings and they just capitalized on it. I, I think mm-hmm. that it yes. And I, obviously I think anyone would want to, to capitalize or copy the success of the bat family. The, the difference is I think that there wasn't really the means to do it until they brought miles over. And I don't think they right. did it for that, but I think that it kind of turned into that with spider verse and spider verse, the, the slot comic then turn into the movie and then it kind of it's kind of mm-hmm. gradually kind of prepared people that now it's a family instead of just spider-man which again it goes against i think a lot of purists out there that i know that are part of you know do the other podcasts the crawl space a lot of them are purists and don't like spider-man being part of a team and there's definitely arguments for that there's arguments that he's you know also been a team member as well and i would say with the recent uh, last, not just the last, you know, five, six years, but I'd say the last 15 years with uh, new Avengers, it's kind of reshaped that a little bit. And I really, mm-hmm. you know, and FF off, obviously um, I, I definitely like the aspect of him being a little more of a, a team player and, and having that aspect with them now, but I definitely do miss Spider-Man just having Spider-Man stories too. I like a balance. So that's what I, 
what I said last time was because in in fifty five Harry says, "Oh, you tried to make this family or whatever," and I was that kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, we talked about I, we talked about in the last on the last. Yeah, because uh, because I, I was like I I was just like he's not Batman. He's not trying to rebuild his family through, you know, Robins and Batgirls and that's stuff like point. that. Yeah, like that's he's, a good point. he's always kind of been a loner and outcast. Um, I don't I mean, I don't mind him having these guys, but I don't think he's trying to, like, create a new family through them. I agree with that. 100. I, I think that I think that was Spencer using Kindred as like a mouthpiece to voice the general criticisms of uh the the fan base regarding the spider family. Yeah. I, I don't go. disagree. All right. So what's our grades? Neil. A minus. A minus. Paul. Uh about yeah, if I can talk talk a little bit yeah. about the Yeah, issues. talk about it first. Oh. Talk about it first. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I, I thought you were wanting my grade right now. I was like, oh yeah. dang man. Um yeah, I, I think this is more of the same of uh, the last issue, a pretty pretty damn solid issue. Um I think the art's not quite up to Bagley's uh, efforts uh, necessarily. Those, that, may, again, man, that may be the inking too, since there's three different inkers. Uh, it's not just the inking though. It, to me, it's just the kind of, so the way it's the way he kind of puts things together is, is my favorite. There's a weird picture of MJ uh, yeah. panel page uh, top left eight uh, page eight top left. She looks like she's like 50 years old and has a, <laughs> like a different <laughs> Uh, she just looks weird. I'm sorry. It's just not consistent. But again, it's not an indictment on Bagley. It, it, I couldn't draw anything, and this guy's amazing. He's a legend. Um, yeah, I, I, the order was a little bit of an eye roll for me. And this is someone who actually likes these characters and has that aspect. I, when they go, yeah, what are the order? I was like, oh, God, why? Well, that's like the order I mean, just, of the Phoenix. That, yeah. that, I mean, that was, that did kind of. I mean, I think we all know what you mean, Paul. Like that, w- yeah. I thought it too. Like the order. Okay, like, yeah. really? What about Web yeah. Warriors? I, I, I like Web Warriors. God damn it! I mean, that's great. Um, can I say God damn it, Zach? That's that's uh, it. It's already. It's our, We've already. We've already went down the train. You, it's fine. You, you did it before the show. You need to let us know say, like what is. is I mean, allowable. He, he, I, I, I assume. I'll just Zach make sure that we got the. We'll, we'll just make sure we got the e. You know, the e. The e marker okay. on. Uh, yeah, I, I thought you you said that like the channel was like eighteen plus or whatever. Uh, <laughs> PG thirteen. You know, okay, except yeah, like right. like because eventually at, at one point we were gonna have like uh, Brian's yes. son on. We just haven't been able to get reconnected yet, but you know, oh. uh, you know, but it's okay. Yeah. All right. It's okay. All right. All right. Anyway. Um, but yeah, web warriors, I think that's a much better name. It's a little more on the nose and a little cheesier maybe, but I think it's better than the order. That's just, or uh, yeah, least, I don't like the order. I, to me, it, it's, it's alliterative too, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call it the order of the web at least. Not even just the order. It's like, that's like the Matt Fraction thing from Civil War from <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Well, like, I mean, okay, again, when you just say the order, I Im- immediately in my head I went order of the Phoenix. Like, oh, like yeah. you know, order or you know, or something along those lines. And I just like, eh, no. I'm, I'm it brings me bad it brings me back to bad uh hero clicks memories. Um, exactly. Okay, all right, all right. Zach, me and you, man. All right. Um, so yeah, wrapping this up. Um Though, but again, this still it's still a great issue in my opinion. That this is solid, solid Spider-Man stuff and, and solid Nick Spencer because again, the stuff between Spider-Man and, and, and uh, Norman is great. And again, it's Mark Bagley giving us a great kind of storytelling of them kind of talking. And I'm a big fan of Spider-Man's eyes being expressive. I love 
love that. And I, I think Mark does a great job of giving us that. There's a there's a panel here that where he's punching Norman. It's like the flashback sequence or um where he's remembering Kindred killing him over and over again. But the panel that it shows Spider-Man punching uh Norman, it very it has like massive Steve Ditko vibes to me. I'm not sure if I'm alone in that or not, but it looks like a Steve Ditko like homage. It's weird. Um, at least that one picture. Um, but yeah, this there's great art. I love the characterization of yeah. Those that are watching this live, there's 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 the page. Yeah, there's the page. I I just think that this um I love this going deep in in the emotions of Peter Parker. That's one thing that I think that we don't really go that much into because Peter's always, he's so selfless, right? You don't really sure. see the emotions of Peter Parker because he's always giving himself to other people. And I love that about Peter. I love the fact that he's always giving himself to others because that is very much a trait in society that we don't have. People are selfish. They're not selfless. That's what Peter is. Yeah. He's selfless to a fault. And that's ex the exact opposite of everyone, including myself. I'm a very selfish person. I'll self admittedly. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, is that you get to see someone who is always selfless, just kind of losing it a little bit. And it's not in a way where like, you know, the, uh, JMD Mateus, no, I love me some JMD Mateus, but not from like the whole, like bury the spider or bury the Peter, oh, yeah. bury the yeah. Hugh, bury right, Peter. Yeah. Like a mental breakdown after after the death of no, the, no. the robot parents. This is relatable because you're talking yeah. about diving into emotions that are really you know, that are even though it's it's done like where he died over and over again by his like former best friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, though I still argue that why is Harry considered his best friend? But anyway, um uh, but, well but, but, yeah. but anyway, hold on. But let me, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. But all that said, um, I like the idea of the emo of Peter having these really, really strong emotions because we don't see that very often. Yeah, we see him mm -hmm. get depressed here or there, but he's on the edge right now. I think, and I think mm -hmm. anyone is it, the one thing about Spider Man is he's always been the relatable superhero. You can always see yourself inside of him, and I think that we're seeing a side that I actually really admire again because this is the anger. We talked about, I keep going talking about how he has a temper. This is the oh. side of Peter that the more human humanity side of Peter that we don't really see. I think Spencer is diving into it. Granted, it's a very comic booky 616 way, but again, we're getting the idea that people have their breaking points and that yep. Peter's at his. And I really like the fact that we're seeing it and it's relatable because we can understand that he, someone's putting him through the ringer and it's, it's not, and there, there is also what's the root of the character there's something gnawing at peter the guilt what is the guilt and i and i love that and um oh, drop my ipad that's bad um but yeah i, I don't do I, it don't do it it's 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 really expensive to fix if you gotta if you crack that screen trust yeah, me yeah 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 so um everything about this issue i think is, is another b plus for me um all right it's, it's just really really quick one last thing it's just really weird for me to people like when I, I was listening to a um uh, a podcast today they were kind of really kind of putting Nick Spencer to town a little bit. And I was like, dang, like I, my, like, I just feel like I'm alone. I'm not alone. Cause you guys all love Nick Spencer too, but I'm like, man, people don't like this run. Like this is great. Yeah. And, and, and Neil, you kind of talked about, you kind of want to wrap up of everything. I'm the exact opposite. Like I, and again, I love that, that we're so different that way that I love the fact that it's going to keep going because I, it, it's keeping me invested and I like that the fact that this is going to keep going and what exactly this is, you know, where this, where this is, I don't know. And I love the fact that, again, we're diving deeper and deeper and deeper into this, these characters. And 
I love that effect that there's no sign of ending, but there's other things going on too. Like so, so real, real, real quick, you mind if I jump in on here as a as a rebuttal? Yeah. I don't want the run to end, but I want folk. I, I want some plot lines to get resolved because I I did a visual aid on a different podcast once for this. But Spencer has like eleven or twelve different separate plot points running that are interconnected with each other, and as long as they're all going, we're not going to get any meaningful resolution. So I just want to see like something wrapped up so that when the time comes to end the run, which it'll have to, that's how comics work. Yep. We can wrap it up effectively and not all in like in one go, like bam, 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 bam. I want to go bam, 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 bam. And not I don't just think all in one go. Right. But I don't think he's also leaving anytime soon. I think, I think if anything, the same yeah. of, of, of amazing. And I think for the most part, Spencer's gotten like rave reviews. I mean, again, I, I, I don't hate the slot run as much as you guys do, but I think this has been some great Spider-Man. I mean, we all agree to that. And I think that there's, there's no reason to, to take him off. And I don't want to see Coates and Stegman on Spider-Man right now. I just don't, <laughs> like, I don't want, I know people are like, I don't want Kate's there. Yeah. Look, I'm good with Donnie Cates coming on maybe after Nick Spencer's done. Let him do an annual. After, well, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, do an annual. Well, what I mean is, is that, you know, I'm expecting Nick Spencer to be on for a long time. I so agree. maybe, maybe after they get their creative own stuff, you know, him and Stegman, then they can come back and, and be that. Uh, what they were to Venom. Look, I, the Venom arc, I think that now that we know that there's an ending there is, is awesome. We'll, we can kind of talk about that probably next episode. But um, yeah, so what is your grade exaggerated swagger of Neil? I already said A minus. A minus. Okay. So uh, Adam. Yes. You, you already gave your oh, grade no. on this one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, I, I, I'd give it an A minus too. Um, yeah. I agree with a lot of what Paul said. Like, I really like Peter beating up Norman and having this conversation with Norman, saying that he's just done with trying to solve these problems that how do you, he 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 says it he says it in the, he says like he's put he has people that he loves and he wants to put them first and i just i think that's refreshing that he's like i you know when he says let harry rot and you know he's got he's got people that he loves that he has to put first i just i really enjoyed that i thought look at that like he's he's standing up for himself he doesn't want to take this mess anymore and it's and the mess isn't over yet we know that like it, it's still going but i don't know it was just really it was what made the issue better than the last one for me and like paul said it's very relatable um you know at, at some point peter's got to put himself and the people he loves before solving the world's problems. And I really like that. Uh, the order of the web stuff, I don't really care about. I kind of, you know, it was, it was kind of corny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, whatever. Okay. Like, 
are are they going to leave the book? I I guess I hope so. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily dislike the characters either. It's just like I mean, I I get what Neil's saying. Like, I feel like it could have been half the characters, and it could have worked. So we, um, never got a, we never got a conclusion for Doctor Strange, right? No, I mean, uh, I think I think yeah. that's I think that's like the end game. Wink, wink. He's um, he's still well. He's often King in Black in a coma. Oh well, because he, he got BTFO'd by Null. Mm. Well, I mean, everybody's everybody's dead there. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I mean, but, let, let's face it. Like Marvel's fast and loose with how all these things interconnect, really. So it does it really matter? But anyway, true, true. I, I I I digress a little bit. Um, yeah, I I thought. I mean, I I think you can definitely tell that there are three different anchors in this issue because like Bagley's work is solid, but there's little there are these little things that are. You know, Paul was talking about expressive eyes. I think that that could be due to the anchors. I'm not really yeah. sure. Maybe it is Bagley because Bagley, from what I've been seeing lately, is he keeps the eyes fairly static and yeah. not dynamic. Um, which I I will say that I tech I I kind of prefer the eyes not being expressive because technically, you know, this is a costume that he made, so they shouldn't. Oh, that's something yeah. Paul and I agree on. That I don't agree on it with you. Um, I, I like the expressive eyes. I mean, I, I, I can, I can, in like spectacular, they do it, and that's fine with me because it's a cartoon, whatever. But I, I don't know, like I, there, I have these little things with like, you know, faux realism. Like I want to, you know, and consistency that it's like, okay, like he made this himself. Like the eyes aren't going to move, you know. Like the the eye, you know, emotion is usually shown through like he you know shadows cast cast over the face and and stuff like that you know and anyway but that that's that's just that's neither here nor there whatever um i basically i, I like the issue more than the last one i thought it was really good uh okay. i like that peter is you know taking a stand for himself and putting him and his his loved ones first but you know, this stuff—it's not ending soon. But it's—it's. I—I think there's going to be a lot of more of this, you know, torment of like <laughs> Peter, you know, doom, 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 kind, doom, yeah. doom, doom. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think I think it. I think we're we're still going to get you know Peter being put through this emotional ringer, I, I guess. And I think I like I like I said, I'm hoping that this is going to conclude in a way that a lot of us are going to be happy with. I, I do. Um, I sympathize with Neil, like wanting some of these plot points to be uh, addressed and resolved. I think that is coming. I, I think we're going to get some of that, you know, in the next couple months. Hopefully. And yeah, I, I, it's, it's all wait and see for me. I, 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 I like it though. It, I, it's, I think it's 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 solid if if nothing else. All right, so I'm going to stick with the same grade. I think it's an A minus for me, um, as you know. We kind of it's been an ominous type feel. So uh, that what was that. That was the ominous sound thing I got with the board. Um, <laughs> you tried. I tried. I mean, I mean, look. It, it is this is this you know sunshine and rainbows? No. 
It, it's not. It, it really is not. It, it look, if you're if you're looking for <laughs> laughter, this is not your story. Um, <laughs> okay. You- okay. That that was that was crickets. Um, so look, I am I am all for an explosive climax of a, of a storyline, but. It is one of those situations where I I'm, I'm like, okay, this is the, my favorite Norman Peter confrontation since Peter Parker, Spider-Man number 95. Um, for those that don't remember that issue, that is the issue where Norman still owns the daily bugle uh, nitro uh, the, the, the living exploding terrorist shows up, blows up the elevator shaft and it's Betty Brant norman peter and little normie uh stuck in this elevator uh in this rubble and so it's a very personal and norman's playing his psychological games but back in that era you know spec 250 the whole point of citizen osborne was peter got rope-a-doped and instead of doing the rope-a-dope with norman it's harry that's doing the rope-a-dope i mean when you hear you know his his uh, the this is where the use of the caption boxes really works just as planned <laughs> you know because it, it's like okay this is this is the harry osborne of spectacular yeah demateus spec the yeah. demateus spec this is this is the my contingency plans have contingency plans and i am being a magnificent just bastard and so I think I love the artwork. I, I get the problems with the inking and yes, they some, they, they need to give Bagley and inker and stick with it. Um, Just give him a Hennessy. Hennessy is the one who's doing all the good work. Well, I mean, really let's, let's face it since uh, Eisenhower passed away, who's been his, you know, that was kind of his go-to anchor during the, uh, during the, the uh, ultimate era. I think so, Wade, I think Wade von Grobbadger was his anchor during late during his late ultimate period. Right. So again, I'm I'm of the belief that we are are th- this was a trilogy and I put this on Twitter because there were some people that were kind of throwing throwing shade towards towards Spencer and I said, "Look, I blame the marketing department because you had sins rising now it's you know had last remains and now we're in postmortem and you know we had all the build up to sins rising and then we had the we had the return of the green goblin and then and then now we're we're in last remains this really is the the, the fight now look allegedly according to solicitations this is the final chapter but really we're getting to issue 60 and there's going to be something significant happening in, in the next three issues we'll see and we'll go from there um this was uh, yeah, Matt brings up a bad point. The elevator issue was pretty good, and then the gathering of the five happened. Uh, yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go through the comments real quick because uh, it's been a while since we've done it. And um, all right. Oh, a, safe, think, a safe spec sock puppet. I think. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll address that in a second. Uh, Vinkman says, for people of a certain age, Bagley is our Spider Man artist. And that's true. Uh, I think the the play bar might be missing on the episode with seventy five back on your site as well. Uh, seventy five was working, so I don't know what's going on with with uh, CSC. I've got to figure that out and fix that. Uh, for a long time, Norman Goblin Green Goblin fan, he couldn't be happier. Sarah says, "Way to go, Neil." He, she heard it in the next room, and that it's fine. 
and that were demonetized. So thanks, Neil. You're welcome. Uh, Bankman said, hey, uh, we've got, okay, so Greg, you know, references something that we have on our Twitter page. So we are right now, and I'm going to pull this up, uh, no longer solo myself. Uh, we had the interview, Final Curtain interview came out on Monday. Uh, this is our most liked tweet in the history of our Twitter page. So that's awesome. Um, obviously, there's a big hashtag going around called Save Spectacular Spider-Man. And Lucas says he would pay $1,000 and work one month free to support everything and anything to make season three happen. So, uh, Luca, I hate to break the bad news, but um, you might want to listen to that at the end of that episode. Uh, um, Greg Wiseman goes deep into why there wasn't a season three, what happened, and why everything happened the way it has happened. And it, it, it's a must listen for any spectacular Spider-Man fan. I think, I think all tw- of the 26 episodes of spec radio with Greg Wiseman, um, you should listen to all of them because they all have various insights that you might not have known about until uh, we did the show. And so it's definitely worth a listen to go back and listen. Also listen to the fan panels. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about how you can be on the show and stuff like that. Uh, leave a voicemail. The voicemail line is 818-925-6631. So back to our comments for a second. Matt Giovanni says, Harry's a dirt bag and he gave it a B plus. Uh, Vinkman has enjoyed the Spencer run, but I've not had any real desire to go back and reread it afterwards. Uh, and that's where we are. Okay. So that's, we're caught up on our, on our, um, comments right quick. Um, look, I believe that there's, you know, we've got, we got some great stuff going on with, with Nick Spencer's run. I think it's exciting. So next week, day of, Next Wednesday, we'll be back here talking about the ne- the latest issue, issue 50, uh, 58 of Amazing Spider-Man. So we'll definitely talk about that. Um, who, do, who do we, real quick, who do we think is the uh, the 10th body? I think it's Harry. If it's uh, not Harry, it's Aunt May. I'm going to literally be, I'm going to be mad if it's Aunt May because then we're going right back to yeah. the clone saga. And I know well, that you love the clone saga, Zach, but no, wait, wait, if it's Aunt May, that means that's how may survive the gunshot wound. I'm not saying necessarily if it's, it's the genetically altered actress that was, you know, had the role of a lifetime. I'm saying that the Aunt, the Aunt May died. No, what I'm saying is that Aunt May died during, during one more day. Uh, you've, you've, how have you not heard me make these jokes about the genetically altered actress? No, it's just in in that particular sentence. The way you said it was just amazing. Like she had the she had the career of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, the role of a lifetime. Yeah. What? 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 What do I get at the end of this role? You die. What? <laughs> you 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 have a stroke and you die. <laughs> Why we get to mess with Spider Man? You know, uh, did it ever make sense? The answer to that question, of course, is no. Um, I, I I am on record hating Aunt May for various reasons, especially when, you know, um, Aunt May sits there and blames Peter Parker, you know, when, when Betty Brant was in the hospital and says, you, you haven't been this irresponsible since Ben died. Shut up. Shut up. Just, no, that was an awful issue. 
Sorry, sorry, Paul. Uh, <laughs> it was written by Slot. Um, actually, that was that was uh, that was Spencer or Stegman's first issue on on Spider Man. Actually, that was his oh. kind of his tryout. Um, fun fun random fact. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at Spidey Radio. All of our shows go up on there. Um, it, we did publish a episode of Amazing Spider Man Classics. Um, it thank you WordPress for not. Uh, <clears throat> for not publishing. So there it is. ASM classics. Just go to spy-dude.com and hit play on that one. So, okay. Uh, we got another episode of ASM classics tomorrow. And then Friday, we're going to be live right here on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for make my mayday guys. Final thoughts. We'll go around the horn. Paul. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited where this is going, and I think that uh, Nick Spencer has been delivering us a, a really solid uh, Spider-Man s- stuff, and I love Kindred. I definitely, I have my own hopes and dreams of what Kindred is. I, I do want, I want it to be a part of the One More Day uh, story, and I would love to see Spider-Man and Mary Jane get back together. Um, you know, through this, I hope that this is what he's trying to do, and but. It remains to be seen, but I, I I love it. I can't wait. You know, obviously for the show going forward, I, I can't wait for us to you know talk about the issue, but also talk about other comics too of the Spider-Man you know world and and just talk about like you know old things and you know revisit things. And uh, I, I'm really excited about that. So um, yeah, exciting stuff for our for the Spidey Dude Experience show. I, I like I said, I wanted this to be the 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 place where all Spider-Man fans want to get hear their. Uh, their spider talk, if you will. Um, so our Spider-Man uh, words or whatever you want to say. I don't know. But yeah, lots of lots of lots of fun stuff on the show up ahead, I think. Adam. Um, well, what do I want to say? Uh I don't know. Just like I, I think I've said this before, keep the faith. Keep reading the keep reading the the comic. I'll be a show for the comic. I don't care because um, I think it I think it is pretty good. I think there's I think there's substantial stuff happening, and I think, like I said, my my hope is that we're all going to be pleasantly surprised with how all of this wraps up. Um, oh, I I one one point I wanted to say was, you know, I think I do think now that. Spencer is going to get a hundred issues. Like we're, we're, you know, over halfway there. I, I think if not a hundred, he's going to get pretty close. So there you go. And, and keep listening to us and, you know, give us comments and all that. Yeah. Just, just keep reading Spider-Man and enjoy yourself. All right. Uh, Neil. Um, so, Three, I have three things to say. The first off is you, you spelt my name wrong in the at from the Twitter on the tweet. I know, I know, man. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's the second. The second. Is, the second is um, that's why. Uh, that's why it didn't. Uh, that's why it didn't tag you, and it's why for whatever reason didn't tag Paul either. It only tagged me in that tweet. So, but um, I derailed. Um, I think it was it was a good month. It's been a good month for Spider Man so far. Um. I do think that Spencer needs to, you know, kick it into high gear. Now that we're getting to the other arcs, just make sure we stick the landing on this one, please, Spencer. I've I've defended you this far. Please don't make my faith feel misplaced. Um, also, the third thing is go watch my show on next Friday because that's when I talk about 
big yeah. that's when that's that's when I that's when I talk about books that aren't just Spider-Man related. Yeah, so if you want to hear, you know, Neil's expanded thoughts, the Brogan Rider Variety Hour, find it on YouTube and or also Twitch. On Twitch. Also I stream, on Twitch. I stream I stream it on Twitch, but you can catch the stream after the fact on YouTube when I upload it there. Okay, so find it on find them on Twitch. Uh, we are on Twitch. We're eventually going to be streaming on Twitch. It's just it's twice the amount of money to use StreamYard uh, with Twitch, so we just haven't gotten that far yet. But eventually we will. Um, we'll be streaming in all four locations. But yeah, again, go to twitter.com slash Radio, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, at Network. If you want to be a part of the show, you can always leave me an email, Network at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. We got some voicemails for um, Spectacular Radio. We're looking for more. We got a voice, some voicemails for Clone Slacker Chronicles. We're going to be wrapping both those shows up. But we have voicemails. We want to ha- hear your voice. If you want to leave us a voicemail for this show, I will play them through the board on the show. We will play your, your voicemails live here on the Spidey Dude Experience. Of course, patreon.com. Uh, slash Spidey Network. That's where you can help support the site. You can become a five, fifteen, or twenty-five dollar member and get all sorts of fun perks. Uh, thanks again to Vinkman. Um, thanks again to Vinkman. Uh, Greg says he'll be a shill for the comic too. I'm loving. It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give uh, the listeners final thoughts while I'm going through all this. If you have any more final thoughts, I will broadcast it and display it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we're really excited. We we're going to continue going weekly on both this and make my mayday. Um, some fun stuff, uh, for fan interactions that are coming to soon, uh, coming soon. All right. Matt asked a great question. What is, what's there left to uh, cover on clone soccer chronicles anyway? Well, um, nothing. <laughs> um, there, the running joke is, is that there's that there's the miles, um, miles Morales aspect of the show. So uh, I haven't I, I haven't decided if I'm going to cover that. The only other thing I haven't covered really is the um, life story. Ben Riley made a prominent appearance. A Ben Riley made a prominent appearance on that during that miniseries. Um, so that there's that. Other than that, uh, 101 ways in the Clone Saga. That's the only thing we have not covered from the Clone Saga trades. So that's it. 101 ways in the Clone Saga and Spec 140 or 241, which is the kind of the rebirth the epilogue to uh, revelations, but we'll kind of cover that. I think more on uh, the fine, the first episode of forgotten era. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of what's left covering clone Saga chronicles. We'll be mainly doing a live caller show. And the great thing about the board is that you can, you, you can call that voicemail line and actually talk with us and interact with us on the phone. If you want to do that, or you know, what we'll do is we'll share the link. We'll pitch you in, in the green room and you can you can have your face broadcast on there too. I think we're going to do a live live caller show for um, to like celebrate Clone Saga Chronicles ending. Uh, we definitely want your emails and voicemails for Spectacular Radio. That will be recorded, not um, not live. But there's a lot of great uh, there's a few a few really cool surprises that me and Greg have already been cooking up, and for that episode, some great people. So. Minkman says he's chomping at the bit for the next episode of Make My Mayday. Well, uh, that will be a review episode. We're going to be reviewing the next six issues of, of Spider-Girl. And so we're really excited about that. Me and Kelly, we're literally just doing some planning right before we went live tonight. And so, yeah, 
Um, okay. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap the show up here. Let's all right. One more time. Patreon.com slash Spidey Network. If you want to be a part of the program, of course, you can leave us a voicemail, 818-925-6631. The Patreon page will help, of course, our website continue to thrive and uh, continue to grow. Thank you again to Vinkman for our being our right now our lone patron. He's an army of one. So thank you for your for your support. Vinkman, we really do appreciate it. For um, your patronage for your patronage we got some we'll have some cool stuff i think we're going to cook up exclusively for paid for vinkman I, I have not uh, also in regards to your your winning stuff uh we are working on getting all that stuff shipped so if you are somebody that won our contest we are going to get that stuff shipped hopefully in the next week or so we're trying to hopefully avoid the holiday rush and things getting lost i didn't want anybody to get things to get lost in the mail um so that's why we haven't sent those out but uh, those will be there. I haven't heard back from Ron yet, but I'm sure he is. Um, you're in the queue to be uh, to get your fun stuff. So, Vinkman, I know you're one of the winners. The other was Chris as well. Uh, I don't think he's watching right now, but uh, thanks again to both of y'all for your for your support back in October when we had the site go down. Um, yeah. So, all right, at Spidey Radio on Twitter, at Spidey Network on Facebook, Instagram, and of course our Patreon line. Thank you. Leave a comment share give us give us a like and a share and subscribe don't forget the notification bell if you choose to do that on youtube thanks again to our audio listeners if you're listening to us on the audio version of the show thank you again hopefully our references to visual aids didn't distract you too much but of course you can always go on youtube.com and find out all these shows on those various platforms thanks again to my uh my cohorts neil adam and paul thanks again and we will see you next time here on the spidey dude experience Maybe. Well, you tried. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure. All right. Thanks again to everybody for listening. And we will see you guys next time here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network. Spidey Dude Experience. Thanks again, everybody.